Okay, so when you're starting a business, it can be easy to get held up on deciding what to call it. But don't let the process stress you out. In this episode, I'll take you through five simple steps that will help you choose a name that you know in your gut is right for your business. From brainstorming methods to legal considerations and testing your chosen name before committing to it, I'm here for you. Whether you're looking to name your side hustle or planning your escape from the day job to run a business you love full time or have already left your job and are ready to rock it as an entrepreneur, this episode is for you. So grab a pen and a notebook because it's time to get creative and come up with a name that will really make your business stand out. Are you ready to play the name game? Then let's dive in. I'm Nicola O'Hara, and I made the leap from a successful corporate career as a leader in learning, development, and recruitment to launch my dream business and haven't looked back. Every week, we'll bring you step-by-step strategies, essential knowledge and tools, and share inspirational stories and practical tips so you are ready to take your leap to a career and life you love. This is the Powering Your Passion podcast. And welcome to the Powering Your Passion podcast. So this morning I woke up to a blanket of snow across the French village I currently live in. It looks so beautiful and it happens very rarely here. I just had to go out for a walk in it. So I'm actually a bit late in recording this episode as I was out there far too long. So I'm going to dive straight into the good stuff, which is all about finding the right name for your business. What's in a name that which we call a rose by any other name would smell just as sweet? This is a line spoken by Juliet in Shakespeare's play Romeo and Juliet. Juliet has been forbidden from being with Romeo because he's a member of the Montague family. Juliet is frustrated because if Romeo had a different name, he would still be the boy she loves, but she can't be with him because he has the name of Montague. So why am I going on about Romeo and Juliet? And what does it have to do with your business naming plans? Well, because what you name your business is really important. Even if you have the best idea and business plan in the world, with the wrong name, your potential customers will not find you or will want to avoid you. Like Romeo can't marry Juliet just because of his name, you could find yourself with no customers for the same reason. I know that finding a perfect name can be frustrating and a bit daunting, and it can hold you up if you can't make the decision. After all, how can you start trying to attract in clients if you don't have a business name? I also know that you want to get it right. This is effectively your baby, and just like a parent names their child, you want it to have meaning and for it to reflect the personality of what you're creating. But unlike a child's name, you can change your business name in the future if it really doesn't work for you. Have you heard of a company called Backrub? No? Well, maybe you know it by its current name of Google. Or did you know BlackBerry started out as Research in Motion? Brad's Drink became one of the biggest soda companies as Pepsi-Cola. PayPal started out as Confinity. And my favourite, Jerry's Guide to the World Wide Web, is Yahoo, which stands for yet another hierarchical officious oracle. So don't get so stressed out about this that it holds you up from moving forward. Just find something that fits, feels right, and you can imagine saying multiple times per day as you build your new business. Sounds easy, right? But don't worry, I'm here to guide you through the process so you can choose a name that feels right and move forward. Okay, so you may have noticed that I ended up calling my business after me. And it wasn't a vanity decision, but based on where I saw my business going in the future, 
what my business is about and who I want to attract. But I'll come back to that later. So one of the first decisions you need to make is whether to use your own name or create a company name. And there are pros and cons to both options, but ultimately it's a personal decision. So let's look at using your own name as your business name and brand first. And this can be a great option if you're a coach, consultant or specialist in something. In other words, you are your own product. What you're selling is your knowledge, skills and experience. So you will be at the forefront of the business. And therefore, naming it after yourself can create a sense of personal connection with your customers and can be easier for them to remember. It's also good if you already have made a name for yourself in the industry you're setting your business up in. So for example, if you are a marketing expert in your day job with a network of contacts and want to bring your expertise as a service for potential clients, you may want to keep the business as your own name so that they can find you. This is particularly useful if you have a non-compete clause that doesn't let you approach your former employer's clients. But even if you don't have any kind of limitation like that, if you spent years building up a network as an expert in something, a company named after you can make it easier to get started. And on a more practical front, it's often easier to register a business with your own name as it requires fewer researching and legal steps, which we're going to get onto. But using your own name as a brand can limit the growth potential of your business. If you would like one day in the future to sell your business, it can be harder if it's named after you, because obviously the brand is wrapped up all in you. It's not impossible as people like Jo Malone was able to sell her business and she's even set up a different business as Jo loves, but it is a little bit harder. And it's also harder to separate your personal and professional identities. Also, if you want to franchise or have other people teach your methodology or provide a service based on your principles and knowledge, again, it's harder for you to do that if it's in your own name. It's just harder for you to step away from things. Also, if you're more introverted or someone who doesn't want to be the face of the business and prefer to be more behind the scenes, having your name splashed over everything may not resonate with you. Finally, with your name on the business, it can be harder to delegate works to others. Everyone wants to work with you or have products designed by you or greeted by you if it's a hospitality business. So as I said before, it's far harder to step away if it's all in in your name. So if you do decide that you're not going to go with your own name, then you can look at creating a name. Well, a lot of the benefits are the opposite to that of using your name for the business. A business name can give your company more room to grow. You can train people to do what you do and can eventually step back and let others do the work. You can also take on partners or investors or franchise the business that allows you to be the person behind the brand rather than the brand itself. However, creating a company name can take more time and effort as it requires more legal steps and research and creativity from you. Additionally, a company name may be harder for customers to remember and may not have the same personal connection as using your own name. Ultimately, the decision of whether to use your own name or create a company name is a personal one that depends on your goals, values and the direction you see your business going. It's important to weigh the pros and cons of both options and choose the one that aligns best with your vision for your business. Okay, so let's say you've decided not to go with your own name for the rest of this episode. So how would you come up with something original, meaningful, and that you just know in your gut is right? Well, first up is to dive into research. And I know it can be so tempting just to go straight into coming up with creative ideas, but that can lead to disappointment. I remember when I was looking for a name for my podcast, which is a similar process to finding a name for your business, I had loads of ideas and got really excited about one particular one. But then when I went to check if anyone else was using it, which is one of the later steps, I found that of course they were. 
This is a big world and lots of people are also naming businesses and products. And so nine times out of 10, you'll discover that brilliant original idea is not so brilliant and not so original as someone has already thought of it before. So it's really important that you do your research up front to see what is not available before you get attached to the name you're so excited about. Okay, next up, you can then go into brainstorming your ideas. Now you know what's not available for you to use, you can start getting creative. There are a few methods you can try to generate ideas. The first is really to get your creative juices flowing. So get a blank A4 piece of paper or open a Google Doc or any Word Doc on your computer and write keywords related to you, your potential business and your sector. These could also include the products and services you're going to offer, your location, your target audience. Don't think too much about it. Just throw words down. The more, the better. You're not editing yourself at this point. Then after a couple of minutes, start putting them into various two or three word groups so you can see what words work together. This will give you a start on the types of words that should be included in your name. And if you're naturally pretty creative, you can start arranging your keywords using wordplay, puns or alliteration. They can make your business name more memorable and easy to remember and they can make your names more memorable and can be a fun way to come up with a unique name. But if like me, you're not someone who naturally can think of puns or fun word mixes, don't get hung up on this too much. If you have a friend who's good at it, then get them working on it too. Actually, you could make your business name brainstorming session into a bit of a party. Invite friends over to help you build your list of potential names. Another tip is to look to other businesses in your industry for inspiration. Now, you will have come across a lot as you research, so take note of the names that catch your attention and try to identify what makes them effective and why they could potentially attract customers. So after you've got all that out of your head and exhausted your creativity, you can bring in artificial intelligence tools. You may have heard about the new AI copywriting trend that's getting really big at the moment. If you haven't heard of it, it's basically that there are new online tools out there that can write like humans. So anything from poetry to emails to your friends, it can search out all the ideas from the net and create something in a human style. If you ask it to come up with a so if you ask it to come up with a business name, including your keywords and whether you want it to be witty or funny or two or three words, basically whatever criteria you want, it will come up with ideas for you. You can also try out the more classic name generator. These have been around a bit longer and there are many available that can help you come up with unique ideas and catchy names in a matter of seconds. I'll put some links in the episode show notes to some of these AI tools if you're interested and want to check them out. Now, just a little word of warning here. Use these tools to help your creative process, but don't get lazy and just take one and run with it. AI is a great tool to use, but you need to make sure your business name means something to you, can attract the audience you want, and has an essence of you and the brand you want to build. That special source can't be replicated with a computer. It can only come from you, which is why you should always work on brainstorming the name yourself before trying out the AI options. Okay, number three, refine your options. So now you should have quite a list of potential names. And it's time to start narrowing those options down by looking at a few important factors. One of the most important things to consider is your target audience. Your business name should resonate with your customers and make it crystal clear what your business is about. It can be really tempting to go with a fun, original name. But if your potential customers will not have a clue what you do by the name, then it's a waste of time. So put yourself in your potential customer's shoes when deciding. You also need to think about aligning your business name with the mission and values of your business. You want to build trust with your customers and create a strong brand identity. So consider which names can do that the most. 
Another thing to consider is the overall brand image you want to convey. Your business name should accurately reflect the type of products or services you're going to offer. So will your business be fun or serious? Is it high-end or budget? Is it eco-friendly? A name that aligns with your values and mission can help to create a strong brand identity. Think about some of the biggest companies out there like Apple, which is not only a simple and memorable name, but also reflects a sleek, modern and innovative image that the company wants to convey. Another example is Amazon, which is another example is Amazon, which is to reflect the fact that they have products from A to Z, which they show in their little smile logo, but also the vastness of the products that they offer. So you need to be clear on what identity you want your business to convey. Number four is to test it out. So by now you should have one or two ideas that you like and are ready to take them out for a test drive to see how people react because it isn't always how you think or hope that they will. If you haven't already involved them in the creative process, then share your shortlist of names to your friends and family first. Ask them what they think of the name, if it makes them think of anything interesting or funny, and if it accurately represents your business as you've described it to them. This will give you an idea of how well the name resonates with different people and can help you identify any potential issues that might make you want to change it. But don't stop there. Your friends and family will be useful, but there are also a lot of feelings and emotion mixed up in their views. They may not want to offend you. Or the opposite, they may be very blunt because they don't want you to embarrass yourself. Most importantly, they may not be reflective of the views of your ideal customer. For example, if your ideal customer is a female in their 20s who loves health food, is into the environment and exercises every week, asking your 80-year-old chain-smoking, junk-food-loving, climate-change-denying great-uncle for their opinion is not going to be worth much. I remember before I decided to go with my own name as my business name, I had done my brainstorming and came up with a name I was really excited about. I came across a journal entry the other day about how I thought the name captured the essence of my business and I felt right and I was really excited to move forward with it. Actually, seeing that journal entry gave me the idea for this episode because the journal entry the next day was a tale of how I'd been out for dinner with a good friend the previous evening and after telling her all about the business idea and how the planning was going, I shared the name I created. And she hated it. She didn't actually say that, but in a really nice, diplomatic way, she pulled it to bits. I was gutted, but had to laugh it off and said it was just one I was considering. And then I binned the whole idea without sharing it with anyone else, which now I see wasn't the best move. Because my friend wasn't my ideal customer. She wasn't going to understand the thought processes of my ideal customer or be attracted to things that they would be. So I should have just taken her views on board and looked for more feedback from people who were my potential customers. So you know where I'm going next. You also need to find your ideal potential customers and get their view. Now, you should have spoken to a few of them as you were deciding what exactly your business would be. And if that's the case, then you just need to go back to them and get their thoughts on your idea. But if you skip that step, you need to ask friends, colleagues or people in your network if they know anyone who matches your ideal customer profile. That could be as simple as creating a short survey with the options and sending out to your contacts and asking for them to forge it on to people who fit the profile, or asking people to put you in touch with people they know who could help. If you're on social media, put a post up asking for help from people with the profile of your ideal customer. You could also put a poll up with people voting for the option they prefer. Try a few ways. You just need a few people to respond to get a good idea if your business name will work or not. So one more thing on this before we move on. 
As I've worked in the past with people from many countries and cultural backgrounds, I know it's important to consider how the name will look and sound in different languages and cultures. So if you're targeting a diverse audience and you plan to have your customer base all over the world, this is particularly important. A name that sounds great in one language may not have the same effect in another. So testing your business name with a diverse group of people can help you identify any potential issues and make sure your name is inclusive and appealing to all. Okay, finally, check it's available. So this step is less fun and more practical, but absolutely essential. You need to make sure that the names you want is available. As you've already done some research on names in your sector, you should know more or less that you have something that you could use. But don't just assume. You need to dig deeper to make sure it is available. And you can do this by searching in Google for businesses or podcasts, blogs or YouTube channels that have the same or similar name. Because even a similar name can cause problems, especially if they're in the same industry. So to avoid confusion and possible legal issues, it's important to make sure that the business name you choose is not too similar to existing businesses in your industry. Then you should check with the relevant government agency or trademark office for your country to see if the business name you want is already registered as a trademark or used by other businesses. This is really important to avoid any legal issues or confusion down the line. So for example, in the US, you would check with the US Patent and Trademark Office. And in the UK, you would check with the UK Intellectual Property Office. There'll be one for whatever country you live in. So just type Trademark Office into Google and go to the relevant site. Now look, it isn't always the end of the road for your favourite name if you discover someone else is using it or has registered it as a trademark. If it's been used in a totally different industry and related to what you want to use it for, you may still be able to stick with it. But I'm not an expert in trademarks, which is a bit of a minefield. So make sure you check the rules in your country and get advice from a lawyer with a specialism in trademarks if you're concerned. My view is, unless you can think of no other name, if you find out someone else is using the one you want, then just find something new to be safe. It really isn't worth the hassle for something you can just change easily. Another thing to check is the name is available as a domain name, as having a matching website is crucial for online visibility and credibility. So a domain name is the unique name that appears after the at sign in email addresses and after the www dot in the web addresses. So for example, my domain name is at nicolohara.com. With the increasing importance of online presence, it's crucial to have a domain name that matches your business name. This will help customers find the business online and make it easy for them to remember your website address. It's also worth checking if the name is available on popular social media platforms as having a consistent name across all your online platforms will help you build brand recognition. So there we go. The five steps to creating your ideal business name. Have fun with it and don't let it hold you back. Although it is a really important thing in your business journey, it shouldn't take up too much of your time. Work through the steps, find something you are comfortable with that you feel reflects what your company is about and move on to the next thing. So I said I would tell you why I decided to go with my own name for my business. Well, when I started out, I was focused mainly on career coaching and career change. And as I come from a recruitment and personal development background in my corporate job, I already had a big network in that world and wanted to make it as easy as possible for people to find me. Also, I am my business. My knowledge, skills and experience are at the heart of it. So I needed to be front and centre. And finally, I have other business ideas and ideas for products that are not directly related to what I do now. So I wanted to have a name that could be used for more than my current business in the future, like an umbrella name for potential future businesses that I may have. So taking all that into account, I decided to go with my own name. 
Ultimately, your business name is a personal decision. You could have all the same factors as me, but decide you don't want to have your business named after you because it doesn't feel right or you don't like being in the limelight. There really is no right or wrong. The bottom line is choosing a business name is not a task to be taken lightly, but with the right approach, it can be a simple and a fun process. By researching, brainstorming, refining, testing out potential names and checking availability, you'll be able to choose a name that accurately reflects your business, appeals to your target audience and is legally sound. The right business name also gives you confidence. It's like when you go out wearing a fantastic outfit and know you look amazing. You feel like you can take on the world. So don't be afraid to get creative, play around with words and have fun with it. And remember, as long as you're willing to put in the work, your new business will be on its way to success. If you want to share your thoughts on this episode, your business naming experiences, or just say hi, you can reach out to me on my social media channels. You'll find a link to them in the episode show notes, along with the key points from this episode and information on the AI tools I mentioned. The link to the show notes is in the description for this episode on whatever platform you're listening from. So that's it for this week. Remember, you deserve to live your passion. So go for it. This is your time. Thank you so much for listening. And if you'd like to listen to more episodes, follow or subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google or Stitcher, or go to my website, nicolohara.com forward slash podcast.